Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. Amanda and I are both in Zephyr B. This is season 24 for me and season 20 for Amanda. And this is day 12 of season 92. We're almost at the midpoint. Question one asks us for an adjective that appears in the preamble to the Declaration of Independence and gives us a definition from the OED. And in particular, it says parenthetically that with a slightly different prefix. And this mm -hmm. immediately lasered me into unalienable versus inalienable. Yes. And then I thought, well, wait, this doesn't mean cannot be transferred. That, like, I That's not the sense I ever got from the Declaration of Independence, where it mm -hmm. talks about our unalienable rights. Or, is that what mm -hmm. it is? Unalienable? Yeah. Yeah. And it just... Like, the sense I always got was unalienable in that sense means, uh, you know, you can't, uh, you, you can't violate them. You can't, oh, uh, you know, that the, the, the monarch can't just say, no, you can't say whatever you want, you, you know, you, because we have this unalienable right to speak or things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I really tried to talk myself out of it. And I was like, I was trying to remember what's the preamble of the declaration. So, <laughs> of course, you know, that's and the only word I could think of, and I didn't know whether I was actually doing the preamble correctly. I actually know the preamble of the Constitution a lot better than the, to the Declaration. But the only one, the only word that remotely fit that in in that in my memory of the preamble to the, to the Declaration that I could think of was unalienable. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll go with that, using the principle that, you know, Thorson doesn't want to trick us. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I had the, a similar thought process, but with a lot less uh, anguish over it. I, um, I, the, all signs in this question pointed to uh, unalienable or inalienable. Um, I ended up putting down unalienable because I was very proud of the fact that I had just recently learned that that was the original use in the declaration. Um, and, and that's part of why it had kind of stood out in my head in the first place, I think. Um, it was a little extra salient because I had learned, oh, there's this, this little variability in it um, that is, is kind of an interesting quirk because we think of the, I think the, the usage inalienable gets used a lot more in common speech because it sounds more familiar to us, I think. Um, and the thing about the unalienable as a definition if you think about being alienated from something mm -hmm. you've been made distant from it mm -hmm. and so this you know that that kind of fit into me with you know this is something that you can't be made distant from it can't be taken from you is the sense of inalienable that i tended to think of and that fit pretty well with sort of can't be transferred from its present ownership mm -hmm. um and so you know just but yeah all that in mind just that I knew that was definitely the word, and I went ahead and uh, smugly put down unalienable. And unalienable slash inalienable was correct. Huzzah. Question two asks us for a Turkic ethnic group that is one of the most populous uh, groups in an autonomous region of northwest China. Right, so... This one is probably the one that I puzzled over longest to make sure I was thinking of the correct thing. Because when I think of these days, especially given 
the news and headlines about China and its treatment of the Uyghur population, um, that's the ethnic subgroup that comes most immediately to mind when I just think of anything to do with China. Um, but I was sort of like, do I know what the lengthier name of Xinjiang is? Um, do I know any other ethnic groups in China <laughs> besides the Han? Um, and the fact that they're called Turkic, which um, certainly suggests that this is a Muslim group. Um, but at the same time, like, am I thinking of the Tatars? Am I thinking of mm. Mongolia? No, that's its own separate country. Um, so I had to, I felt like I had to mull over every little piece of this um, question to circle back to what my initial instinct was, which is to go with Uyghurs, because that is, you know, the one that I know, basically. Um, and so, yeah, I, you know, once I sorted through all that, I thought, I, I don't think it can be the Tatars, because that's, I, I think of them as the people who are uh, sort of more ethnically or by background, they're like the the more Asian group in Russia. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of like the other way around. This is like a group that's sort of um, seen as slightly, I don't know, foreign or whatever to, to China. Um, and so I, I kind of um, wrote that one off as a, as an option and, Really, it was just left with, this is the one I can think of. It's on that meta level of, you know, if Thorsten wants you to get it, this is the one I would expect anyone kind of in the general public to know about, I guess. And so, um, you know, tentatively and uncertainly, I put down Uyghur, U-Y-G-H-U-R. Um, yeah, kind of the same thought process uh, for me. I, I looked at Northwest China and I kind of pictured it in my mind. I thought, mm -hmm. isn't that where the, all the Uyghur bad things are happening at the moment? That mm -hmm. sounds right. I know it's in the West. Mm -hmm. Northwest, sure. Is there a region that's named after that formally? I believe so, uh, especially since it's you know, theoretically autonomous. Um, and also kind of thought, Wait, is that Mongols? Or is there also a Mongol uh, province of China? Oh, there might be. But then, I, it, but then I came back to, Thorsten wants you to get it. This is a thing that's been in the news. Um, and it would, and considering all that leads to Uyghur, having it be something else would be, uh, you know, a ha-ha, gotcha trick question. Yeah. That... Uh, that Thorsten will do very rarely and will leave a better clue, will leave a clue in the clue about how it's not that. Mm -hmm. And so I read this one very carefully and uh, could not find another clue about, you know, no clever use of con or anything <laughs> like that. Right. Uh, so I also said Uyghur. <clears throat> and that was the correct answer. Um I mean, you could be forgiven for thinking that Thorsten wants you to get it after yesterday's match day. Because <laughs> it didn't well, quite feel like that. He wants you to get it, but but also he wants you to know it. Yeah. 
like he w- the the origin of that precept was not you know he's going to come up with, was partially look he's not going to come up with some crap ass thing that you've never heard it mm-hmm. was that he's not going to lead you down a path to a thing and then say oh nope haha <laughs> I, I meant this other thing that that you weren't thinking of because you know you should yeah, sure yeah. yeah yeah so no i i i definitely think he structures so, things yeah. you know generally mm-hmm. that's the whole point of, of how he structures the questions yep. yes um there were just well <laughs> there were so many yekuoid questions yesterday as mm-hmm. we discussed but the other piece of it too was i couldn't quite like i, I had a hard time persuading myself that given the oppressiveness with which the Uyghurs have been treated, mm-hmm. that there would be an autonomous region that that incorporated their name. Mm-hmm. It was that that was like too stark of a contrast for my brain to yeah, get around. I that's think, fair. Initially. Yeah. Well, China has a uh, has a way of doing that. Yes. With. You know, that uh, is also true. Groups and smaller polities mm. that it wants to take care of i'll say <laughs> euphemistically yes so. uh question three asks us uh, on a much lighter note <laughs> what is the slang term for basically the clubhouse or bar at a golf course uh this is the 19th hole yes because you know golf typically a golf course will have 18 holes so the joke is that the 19th hole is the bar yes the watering hole if you will yes um yeah i, I this one uh, I played golf as as a young person, and so did my parents, and so I've I've been in plenty of nineteenth hole, you know, uh, clubhouse locations. Um, so yes, this was the nineteenth hole, and I I put it with the one nine th, you know, mm-hmm. uh, way of um, stating it, I guess. Yep. Yep. Same here, and that was what it was looking for. Yep. The one ninth hole. Yeah. Question four asks us for the South American grassland name that is roughly equivalent to the Velt and tells us that we can put in the singular or the more common plural. Yes, uh, and this is the Pampas. Um, and it, I, I think I've almost never seen it as singular. Um, I may have been faintly aware that, as as typically stated, it's that it is a plural. I'm not sure I knew that until this question, but um, was at least, you know, at, at most reminded of it by this question. Um, but yeah, just South American grasslands is the pompous, and I, I'm not sure where I learned that, but it was, that, that was kind of a gimme. Um, it's just a thing that I know, so that's what I put down. Yeah, I... I, I was thinking Las Pampas, and then when I got to the parenthetical about singular or more common plural, I thought, oh, yeah, plural, Pampas, yeah, that's definitely it. Mm-hmm. I actually said Las Pampas. Sure. Because that, I, I don't know that I've ever actually heard that, but it makes sense. I don't know if it's, like, no, I think considered, that's, like, that's part sad. of the name. It's, it's like, the Pampas. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just putting the article with right. it, but yeah. that's so I'm, frequently how... I think probably I'll get credit for it. Oh, yeah, of course I'm you hoping. will. Because yeah. the correct answer was Pampa, parentheses, S. Yes. Moving on to question five, we're asked for 
uh, a modifier that is shared by four different films that include the words confessions, love, romance, and lies. So romance and lies is what really tipped this one for me. Mm -hmm. This is true romance and true lies. Two different, but both pretty good movies that came mm -hmm. out while we were in college. And, <laughs> and while we were kind of squarely in the demographics for those movies. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I looked back on it and thought, hmm, True Confessions, 1981, that sounds vaguely familiar. Yes. True Love in 1989. Pff, that one, I was just like, I... Maybe? Oh, that doesn't... It it rings a bell in the sense that it's a phrase I've heard, and of course it would be the title of a movie, but the movie itself... Don't yeah, really I'm, remember that one. I'm surprised there aren't like 10 movies oh, yeah. called that. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So, But I was pretty sure this was true. Yeah, same here. Um, especially with respect to True Romance and True Lies. Um, but I was pretty sure I had heard of True Confessions as well. Um, and then, like we said, true love is just like, of course, that's a phrase that will have been used as a movie title as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, without thinking very much further about it, I put down true. And that was correct. Question six asks us for a photography term for out of focus light, uh, light or background in an image. It tells us it comes from the Japanese word for blur. This is one that I figured I had run across at some point, but photography is not one of the arts that I've dabbled in. Um, and so terms like this are not something on the tip of my tongue. Um, I just basically, it, it doesn't really matter what I put down. I just put <laughs> up a couple of Japanese sounding syllables that came to mind. Yeah, um, I did essentially the same uh I went with Tsundoku, which oh. I I was fairly certain is an actual Japanese word. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't remember what it means. It it has to do with the size of your unread book pile. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I think it, I think it's like the 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 feeling of being guilty about your uh, to be read pile, so you go out and buy more books to assuage your guilt. Something like that, yeah. Um, one of those you know charming sort of uh, phrases. Untranslatable. That, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, same thing. I, I knew I was never going to actually get to this. And when I saw mm -hmm. it, I may or may not recognize it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The correct answer was bouquet with an H on the end. Um, and I had seen this term before, but partly because, um, if any of our listeners are by an off chance, former readers of plastic.com, hmm. there was a uh, poster whose handle was bouquet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I didn't know what it meant at the time. I thought it was perhaps just a reference to a name. Mm -hmm. um, but I I have since then heard the term maybe once or twice in, in passing. Just I just don't know it. Um, I, I know, you know, once I see it, I am then reminded, oh, yeah, that exists. <laughs> um, but didn't know it. So that left me with five out of six. Ditto. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I uh, never. I was never going to get to that one. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be considered an art question. I should think so. Maybe language, but probably art, which means my opponent most likely threed that one. So I'm uh. hoping for a 6-5 today, unless they think one of the other ones was just weirdly difficult. Yeah, it's, it's going to come down to a question of what you think about 
uh, probably the Uyghur question, I think, is mm-hmm. is the more difficult, um, you know, the, the yeah. other difficult one, at least for me, mm-hmm. um, in this set of questions. The others were did not take a great deal of consideration um, for a person of my place in life, I guess. <laughs> so, so can always hope. Um, yesterday was a pretty rough day. Um, so maybe this is a an improvement we also had a couple friends who bearded though mm-hmm. you know particularly one of them i know is into photography yep um and the other is kind of into it by osmosis probably yeah <laughs> into so. japanese stuff too oh that too yeah, yeah. Uh, interest in japanese culture so mm-hmm. um i guess we can hope for the best yep so that's it for today tune in tomorrow for more post game analysis Follow us on Twitter at LRNDLG. That's learnedly without the vowels. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.